Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on your drive home. Hopefully, it's not too much traffic. Hopefully, you're actually home already enjoying the rest of the evening. And as you do, feel free to call in or join us on our YouTube page. You can do that over on on YouTube at KBLA 1580. You can also call if you want to just chime in on the conversations. And today are some really touchy conversations. They're probably going to... Gonna require a lot of, of you know, uh, calm minds and things like that, which is fine, which is fine. Uh, we got we got a lot to talk about today. But if you want to call and, and add your opinion or uh, have a question or anything, you can call 1-800-920-1580. And while you are on the Internet, make sure that you're following us at all of our socials uh, at KBLA 1580. Follow me at Robin Ayers. That's always fun. I appreciate you guys. We are starting off the week um, feeling pretty good. It's Monday. You know what I'm saying? I hope you had a good weekend. I know I did. It was pretty relaxing for me, for my family. It was kind of chill. But we had a really great weekend. So I'm looking forward to yet another great week with you guys. Uh, I'm going to go over here on the YouTube chat and get in with you guys. So if you want to... Join us over there. I'll be engaging with you guys. I want to do something fun, too. Remember the first week we started, I was telling you to take screenshots and post them or send them to me and that I was going to be reposting those. Feel free to do that. I know some of you guys still do that to this day, even though I don't ask. But I like it. I like it. It lets me know that you're in it with me, that you're watching in real time. And that's so cool to me. That's so, so cool. Um, I want to go ahead and get into these topics that we are going to be breaking down for you today. Andy, let's get into the Rob Report. Now it's time for a breakdown. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say allegedly because this is all alleged information right now. Jay-Z's 30-year-old alleged son is trying to get a paternity test. And listen, I cannot lie about it. There's some, there's receipts. There's, there's all kinds of things in this report that I've read. Uh, this man, his, his name is Ramir and he has questions and it is about Jay-Z. So we're going to break all of that down to you. And then I want to know, I want to talk about how many other people might find themselves in a situation like this. Like it's time to, to, Pull the covers back. All right. Uh, I think that's going to pretty much happen fairly soon. Okay. Uh, We'll break that down on the other side. We're also going to talk about Glenn Cooper. Uh, Man, Oakland A's. I don't know if you've heard it, but if you haven't, the, the headlines are booming right now with his name all over it. He used a racial slur on live TV and he tried to give a little bit of an apology And I don't know if people were having it. Certainly not the organization that he works for. They're not having it. We will tell you what the update is and what's going on with him and kind of break that whole situation down on the other side. We are also going to talk about Jason Lee, who is a very, very popular personality. You'll know him from all kinds of things. Obviously, his own Jason Lee show, the Hollywood Unlocked podcast, the uh, platforms that he has over there. He um he posted something that was reposted by our very our uh very raw reports very own 
contributor, Nick Hamilton. And we're going to talk about what Jason Lee said that I respect because he spoke up for so many of us. And when I say us, I mean people who are on the front lines reporting and the the correspondents, people who are trying to get information and interview other people for our viewers. Uh, he, he spoke up about something that is, is not new. It's not a new topic at all. But we're going to break down what he said, talk about that on the other side with, again, our very own Nick Hamilton. We'll introduce him into the Raw Report on the other side. You are listening to KBL. LA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at the Raw Report. Keep it locked. You're inside the Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. The Ad Council. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Raw Report, the Raw Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, back with us today is Nick Hamilton. You'll know him from Sirius XM, uh, Nightcast Media. Nick Hamilton, one of my favorite people who's always, he never holds his tongue. <laughs> hey, Nick, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am pretty good. I appreciate it. I'm coming off of a very uh, a relaxing weekend. You know how so you got to get back into your flow. That's how I'm feeling today. But feeling good, nonetheless. So I appreciate you for oh, asking. Awesome. Listen, Nick, uh, you know, you are never one to shy away from what's going on in entertainment. So I know you've heard about what's going on with Jay-Z's alleged, uh, he's got an alleged son who's 30 years old now. His name is Ramir Satterthwaite. If I'm not, I don't know if if I said his last name correctly or not, but... His son, uh, alleged son, is he's filed a new motion for the New Jersey Supreme Court to force Jay-Z to take this paternity test. And here's what's crazy. This is not anything new. This man is 30 years old, but he's been fighting for this for uh, for nine years. He's been at this uh, since he was 21 years old. His mother, who is now deceased, his, his mother named Wanda, said at the time she had only been with two men at the time of her son's conception and the two men were her high school sweetheart and jay-z she says she was 16 years old this is all alleged by the way we don't have receipts on any of this but she says she was 16 jay-z was 22 so she had the uh the the childhood uh her childhood sweetheart take a paternity test and he was ruled out as the father so here we are now left that her son is left with no father on his birth certificate no name on his birth certificate and he is fighting to get jay-z to get this paternity test however the courts have been sealing up all the information nothing is open to the public and he's been able to sort of duck and dodge the responsibility of just even taking the paternity test Give me your thoughts, Nick, because I'm sure Jay-Z is not the first person we're talking about here, especially that whole back in the day, that 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 rap game. You know how the lifestyle was. So give me your thoughts on this. Um, I just think it's, it's really bizarre. I mean, to say the least, because, I mean, unfortunately, this, this lady is, is deceased. So we don't even have her full, you know, account of what transpired. She said it was only two guys, but... What if it was three guys? And I'm not here to sully her name or make her look bad or anything, but 
just because she says it's two guys doesn't necessarily make it two guys. You know what I mean? I think you have to look at, you know, if Jay-Z, if the kid wants to find out if Jay-Z is his dad or not, you got to ask her why. Like, why at 21 years of age do you all of a sudden now want to find out that Jay-Z is Jay-Z your dad or not, right? Like, if Jay-Z wasn't Jay-Z, if he was just a regular run-of-the-mill, like, ex-rapper that didn't create Rock Nation and, you know, just doing a little bit on the side, like, would you, would you really want, you know, to find out if that was your dad or not? So you got to look at the motives, too. I look at the motives, I look at the reasoning, I look at the time frame, I look at all of those things, and that's... The, the math ain't matching in, in certain regards when it comes to the situation. So hopefully Jay can, can you know, figure something out and everybody moves on. Mm. I hear your point. I do not agree with that point. So let me just say this. Um, yeah, we don't know. Uh, again, unfortunately, the mother is deceased and she's not able to speak for herself when it comes to this exact situation. She did make a statement before her passing and says that she is behind her son. She had given at the time before she passed, had given the um, the the role of of um, her sorry, her son's godmother, she sort of put the godmother in charge of helping her son kind of complete this task of, of, of getting a paternity test from Jay-Z. And she says that she's behind him, and unfortunately she did pass away. But what if this is in fact true? I got to say something. Again, this is all alleged information, and, and we don't have full receipts. And again, the courts have completely sealed these documents, and so they're trying to get them unsealed and all that. But this guy, this man, when I tell you he looks like Jay-Z, I mean, he looks like a spit image of Jay-Z. What he's saying right now is that he just wants an opportunity. Basically, he never had an opportunity to know a father. So what if this could be true for him? What if he is, you know, it can't. Yeah, I understand sometimes it is you have motives and things like that. But sometimes when you have been stripped of every opportunity to even get to know a father, what about that? What if he's just saying, I want to 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 close this door so, number one, I can get closure to who my real father is. But not only that, hopefully he's open, Jay-Z, talking about, about Jay-Z, hopefully he would be open to getting to know me a little bit more. Is that fair? I mean, it's possible. Like I said, I, from the pictures that I've seen, I wouldn't say it's a spitting image, but I think there are some similarities in there. Look, yeah, and, and, and Jay-Z could possibly be you know, the, the biological father um, uh, at that time. Um, but at the same time, I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's false. All I'm simply saying is, you. Ha- I just ask all these questions because you, I just look at so many things that go on and we've heard stories like this, you know, time and time again about, you know, these types of stories where the, the guy never knew he had a kid or if he did know, he was a deadbeat. But if he didn't know and the mother kept, the kid away from him all these years you know then what you know so i mean there's it's so many questions when it comes to these types of situations um it's really unfortunate i hope the young man does find closure uh, of some sort um but at the same time like i said i still have these questions until they get answers to them uh just from outside looking in i hear that um i just i can't i do understand there are a lot of people who try to get over on people in this world that is a fact but there are also a lot of people who have 
influence who have money they have the means to duck and dodge a situation like this because of course look at jay-z's life his lifestyle right now according to what the world knows jay-z is is married to beyonce and he has three children and three children only it looks really perfect it really looks ideal right and this is the picture that he wants to portray to, to society that he is portraying to society wouldn't it be just that easy for you to take a dna test and because he he's mentioned it in songs he's referenced it in songs wouldn't it be just that easy to go ahead and say listen to prove that i'm not this child's father let me go ahead and take this dna test i'd much rather that and even if it were about motive that doesn't necessarily say that jay-z would have to comply i mean this man is 30 years old now so it's it's pretty much to me it would be an open and closed door if that were in fact uh what this gentleman was trying to do was uh try to get money out of him or something like that to me it's just I say it's simple. Take the DNA test and, and let's open the door to a possibility for a great relationship or close the door and at least just get closure to who your uh, your real father is and possibly a, a, a son. And I, I also want to mention uh, Fahima says that there is also an alleged daughter out there who's almost 40 years old. We've heard <laughs> that this is not the first time we've heard of Jay-Z possibly having uh, children out there again. These types of things are a little bit harder to to fight when you're dealing with with people of that magnitude. And Jay-Z, I'm sure, is not the only one. But I would just say that it's it's pretty much fair to this uh, to this to this this grown man, 30 years old. It's fair for him to get this DNA test. You can't you can't disagree with that, Nick, I'm sure. I mean, good luck to all parties involved. That's all I'm going to say on that. Okay. Uh, yes. So uh, Mimi says, okay, they're talking about the DNA test. And she's absolutely right. She says uh, pretty much once they get the DNA test, everybody's going to know what's up. Uh, Marcus says, wasn't there a young lady who claimed Sean was her father about a year ago? Again, th this is sort of out there. And I'm not, Jay-Z is one of my favorite rappers. You know, <laughs> I'm not trying to knock the guy. I'm about just uh, justice and what's fair and what's right so if you have children out there again um this would be a whole other kind of conversation if we were talking about someone who were underage but these are grown people but still have not had the opportunity to get to know their uh who could potentially be their biological father so that's all i'm gonna say to that but definitely i agree with you nick on hopefully Everybody gets closure. Everybody in this situation gets closure. We will keep our um, our eyes and ears open to what happens next with this case. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to Glenn Cooper. I believe I'm saying his name properly. Nick, you know, over the weekend, I posted this in my Instagram stories and you commented on it. This this um, he's a sports broadcaster. And apparently a great, great broadcaster. He had been with the Oakland A's for 20 seasons. And he has been suspended indefinitely for using a racial slur on live television. And it triggered me. It triggered me something serious. I posted it on my Instagram stories. And he, he actually put out an apology as well. Let, if you haven't heard it, let's go ahead and play that video of what he said. And uh, we're also going to play the apology that he said thereafter. Let's go ahead and play it. We had a phenomenal day today. Mm -hmm. League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. 
Yes. Okay. He said the N-word league museum. He was trying to say the Negro League Museum, but he actually said the N-word. And I had been seeing a bunch of different comments and people online and maybe even supporters of his who are like, you know what? He just misspoke. Um, This was just something he said, you know, a, a mistake. And they try to put it off as something just that we should just get over. This is not that deep, according to people. Nick, how about you? What do you say? (laughs) first and foremost it was a mistake it was a mistake because he he mistakenly got caught see he didn't he didn't mean to get caught Mm. because i believe that man used it first of all he's the oh he's been the open age play-by-play announcer for over 20 years um he's traveled around the country you've been around long enough to know what words to use and not use this is not the first time this man has used that word um, he should he should be fired. This racist should be fired. Mm. Um, no questions about it. Um, I'm sure they have to go through legalities as far as the open A's are concerned and make sure they cover all their bases. That's probably why he was you know suspended indefinitely. Um, why they conduct their investigation on how they need to go about doing this, um, so they don't get you know caught out in the, in the cold, so to speak. Um, but this man has used this term and and first of all, utterly disrespectful and racist to black folks. It's racist and, and disrespectful to our community, and it's also uh, incredibly disrespectful to the the, the 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 legacy of those black baseball players that played in the Negro Leagues. And it's also equally disrespect disrespectful, rather, to Mr. Bob Kendrick, who's the president of the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum in Kansas City, who's done an outstanding job not only getting that museum up off the ground and really getting it out there and people to come and really learn the history of Negro League baseball which ultimately translated into Major League Baseball level. And the, and the great work that Mr. Kendrick has done with Major League Baseball to be able to get the records of Negro League players inside Major, uh, Major League Baseball records. Hmm. Um, you know, if you play MLB The Show uh, this year, they have, actually have a special feature uh, having the Negro League teams inside that video game so you're able to play with those old Negro League teams like Satchel Page, uh, Josh Gibson, and, those, and, those, and, you know, all those guys that played in the Negro League. So, um it's incredibly disrespectful to him. I know Mr. Kendrick put out a statement and he said that he actually forgave him. Yeah. Um, he accepts the apology. And it's hard for me to, to disagree with Mr. Kendrick at all. The wealth of knowledge that he has and what he's done uh, with the elevation of Negro League Baseball. But I'm a, I, I, I can't forgive a person that uses something that has something in the depth, in the bowels of their soul um, that just, just so freely comes out. Um, and... I'm not forgiving a dude like that. Um, I'm going to hold him accountable. And this is the reason why I say he should be fired. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no room for, for any type of language like that. Um, you know, he knew exactly what he was saying. He thought he was slick. And he thought he was going to get away with it. And, thank, you know, thankfully people in audio caught him. Um, and he, like I said, he needs to be fired. But this is, I'm not surprised because a lot of... So a lot of, I'm sure quite a few of the play-by-play announcers feel that way, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to us, when it comes to us being in baseball, because baseball is a is an old sport um, with old values, and some of those values are racist values, and so this doesn't surprise me at all. I wasn't surprised when I first saw it. I was, I was angered, but I wasn't surprised because, yeah. hey man, 
look at the, the unfortunately look at the times that we live in. People think it's okay yeah. to say certain things. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I hear you. I stand with you. I agree with you. Oakland A's also did put out a statement. They said the language used by Glenn Cooper during today's pregame broadcast is unacceptable. The Oakland Athletics do not condone such language. We are working to address the situation. And again, addressing the situation currently right now says they are suspending him indefinitely. Um, This is a situation that triggered me because you used the word that I was going to use, which is freely. He used that word so freely. He did not – I mean, he just – kept going as this is as though this were something he says so regularly he did not uh immediately apologize for it so that's something that sort of alluded to the fact that he he does do this or say this quite often or in his regular life that's my assessment of the situation I could be wrong but then again I could be right and I probably am um Marcus Atkins in our YouTube chat says, could be a Freudian slip, but in this state of cancel culture, the announcer has to pay the price for his mistake. Well, I I definitely agree with that. He did put out an apology. Let's go ahead and listen to this video of him apologizing. To me, that wasn't necessarily an apology. Let's listen. Welcome back to to Coffin Stadium. I just wanted to, a little bit earlier in the show, I said something didn't come out quite the way I wanted it to. Um, and I just wanted to apologize if, if it uh, if it sounded different than I meant it to be said. And like I said, I just wanted to apologize for that. It wasn't really an apology. See, uh, Go ahead, Nick. See, you, you this get, is what get, I'm saying. Yeah, this if, is what I'm saying. Go ahead. It's, it's, it's people, and I don't know Marcus, so I don't, I'm not going to speak on that, that individual but it's, see, it's people like Marcus's mentality is the reason why we, people think it's okay to get away with saying words like this. Do you honestly think if that if that if, if he went to the Holocaust Museum or if he went to the Asian American you know the Asian Museum or he went to let's say you know some other type of museum and he he said a racial slur? Do you think people in that in that particular ethnic group would be uh, 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 making excuses or? trying to find ways around it. No, they're going to they're gonna come at him full force, as they should, because they're not going to tolerate it. We are the only ones that try to make excuses, to try to find loopholes. Oh, well, maybe it was a Freudian slip. Marcus, you know damn well if you're black, you know damn well there wasn't no Freudian slip, man. Come on, man. Wake up into reality. Okay. So let's go ahead and get to our news, traffic, and sports, because I have a feeling this conversation isn't quite done before we move on to that Jason Lee situation. Um, let's continue this on the other side. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Lil Real. How are you? Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. The Rob Report. More of The Rob Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. Keeping you informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580.
are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Woo! It's a vibe. It's a vibe. If you are just listening in, joining us right now, uh, we are having a spirited, it's my new favorite word, a spirited conversation. Uh, we were earlier talking about Jay-Z and his son, alleged son who is trying to prove paternity. And Fahima, I want to say thank you. She sent a link regarding another woman who had come out who's nearly 40 years old who had said that she also has DNA, that she is also the child of Jay-Z, allegedly. So uh, we'll see. We'll wait and see what happens with that case and, and if they could, the, the New, New Jersey Supreme Court could actually get Jay-Z to take this paternity test or not. But we've moved on to another conversation that we are having regarding uh, Oakland A's announcer, Glenn Cooper, who is suspended indefinitely for using the n-word on air and we were having this conversation we're going to get nick hamilton back up in here our entertainment contributor for the day and uh he was making a statement towards marcus atkins and i want to be clear marcus thank you for sending this uh this definition marcus atkins made a reference to or stated that this is this could possibly just have been a Freudian slip of Glenn Cooper. He also put in here what the actual definition is. And that's something that I would do, Marcus. So thank you so much. The the Freudian slip is defined as an unintentional error regarded as revealing subconscious feelings. So putting that question out there is not necessarily wrong for that. Nick Hamilton, I know that you you had a um a comment that you said towards Marcus, which was, you know, our community, our people are the ones who try to find loopholes to make excuses for other people, for people who are racist, people who say things like this, the N-word, you know, and, and, and sort of uncover their true feelings. But I think the the use of what Marcus is saying is actually accurate. I think that is kind of right. Somebody who's, who makes a slip to an unconscious feeling that they actually, they really do feel. So is that fair to say? Well, I don't think it's unconscious. I think it was very conscious. I think that's what he wanted to do. I mean, if he if he didn't want to do it, he would have done it. I mean, we can't get all, you know, super, you know, intelligent over something that's obviously very simple. Is he is, did he use a racial slur? Absolutely. Does did it come out as you point out, Robin? Did it come out as freely as as saying the word yes? <laughs> yes, yeah, did. Um, so you can use all kind of you know vocabulary words all you want. But the truth of the matter remains that the man is a racist. He used racist terminology and he tried to, he gave a half-ass apology for it. And that goes to show you right there, just in a so-called apology that was, which wasn't an apology. Um, the intentions and the actions are exactly what they are. And his actions followed his words. The man doesn't believe he did anything wrong. I'd be willing to bet if you ask him off cuff, off, off the air, did you feel like he did any, you did anything or said anything wrong? He probably tell you no, because the way he is, the way he acted, the way his half, like I said, half apology, or if you want to even call it that, was he didn't care. Hmm. He didn't care. It, it seemed to me more that he is uh, comfortable in his position. He didn't think anything could actually happen from what he said. I. This is just all my speculation, my opinion on the matter. It just seems as though he wanted to give off a. a um, 
an apology that I felt wasn't quite an apology. Um, but I do, I, I agree with Marcus on this because I don't think it was intentional. Because if you're doing something intentionally, uh, knowing that there could be this severe of an outcome, to me, I, I don't think anybody will put themselves in that type of position. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, you will because you don't care. You don't think you can get caught. It's like a bank. It's like a dude that keeps robbing banks. If he ain't never got caught, he's gonna think it's okay to rob banks. Why? Because he ain't got caught. Yeah, so, but that's not that you, you. He doesn't think he gets caught. But but he, he's not getting. He, we're kind of getting into semantics here, being we because we off. Oh, you well, and I agree. Saying. You and I agree that this probably is said often in this man's home coming out of his mouth or anywhere in his environment. That's all I'm saying. So, but what I'm saying is, so what I'm saying though, Nick, hold on a second. So what I'm saying is that just as freely as he says it on the outside, that could be true, but he doesn't say it on air. That could be the difference that, you know, not intentionally on air. And that is the only, only difference. Uh, We're kind of splitting hairs right here. I hear your point, Marcus. I hear your point. I definitely, um, but I do agree with that. That could have been something that was slipped that, that he didn't necessarily intend to do on air because who would do something like that now does he do it regularly probably so but not on air let's go ahead and move on to this last topic something that you actually posted nick and i want to uh thank you for that because this one uh as much as we get the word out hopefully there can be change thereafter this this comes from jason lee who was pretty much putting he, he was taking up for all of us all black people all black media the ones who are always out there you and i nick we're we're out there on the carpets we're doing press junkets we're doing all of these different things to get the news to to interview the people the talent the producers people behind the projects mm-hmm. and oftentimes we get we get met with pu- uh, publicists who represent the black talent And the publicists are the ones who are making the decisions and they come around and they're like, listen, you only get one one minute or one question. And they and they sort of take that opportunity away from us. Uh, But you posted this video. Let's go ahead and get to just a snippet of it. We're not going to play the whole thing just so we can lay the foundation. Fuck Slate PR um, because they had denied access to my team that covered the image awards, but they wanted us to come to the brunch to promote for their sponsors who they were honoring. And I said, that's like. That's like a different level of gatekeeping. Now, what you're saying is you're going to invite all the media to come and give you all the millions of impressions to support your sponsors by keeping us in the back. But then you're going to put all of the mainstream media at the top of the carpet to cover Beyonce and Angela Bass and all the people that we talk about every day. So I went on the Breakfast Club and I mean, I let them have it. Um, and I heard everybody. I mean, I and I literally said, <laughs> NAACP and those people and i mean the internet went crazy and i went to lunch i didn't lose a night's sleep <laughs> I didn't lose- okay well we appreciate jason for having said that and having done that uh it did open up a whole a whole floodgate of comments and people to sort of join in on that discussion which is not a new discussion but nick let me hear from you is this something that you encounter as well being out there i'm sort of speaking for you but i want to hear from you uh is this something that you've experienced as well what jason lee is talking about oh absolutely i still experience it and i i I have so much respect and i appreciate jason lee for being very open and very candid about you know his experiences and what his team had to go through at hollywood unlocked and what he sees just on the carpet by not only black creatives but black owned media outlets you know the things that you and i robin we go through sometimes just trying to get a hold of a particular, you know, athlete, entertainer or actor, actress, whoever it may be. 
And, you, I mean, they look at us. I mean, even when we're on carpets, they look down at your publishers. Some of them look down at your marker to see if your, if your, yes. you know, your, the, the outlet that you represent is even worthy of them coming over there. Yes, you know, yes, and that, yes. It, it makes you feel like it, it makes you feel like you're, you're like your cattle or something. You know what I mean? And it's, it's ridiculous because obviously we got on the carpet for a reason. We've earned our right to be there. And all we're saying is, hey, look, treat us the same way you would treat entertainment tonight, e-news. Uh, uh, the Hollywood Reporter, whoever it, it is that you feel you, you hold in high esteem, there's other black-owned media outlets that actually ha- do the work, put in the time, have an audience, and we want the same type of, of treatment and the, and the fair treatment that we are looking for to have. And a lot of these PR companies, Slate PR, um, you know, Anderson Group Public Relations, there's a few other ones out there that discriminate heavily, uh, and it, which permeates throughout the, 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 the body of, of the media space. Um, when it comes to, you know, getting approved or not getting approved. I mean, they, they'll send out, and the, and the insulting thing, and I'm sure, baby, Robin, I don't know if, you, if you've experienced this, but let's say you get denied for whatever reason. They always want to use uh, space limitations. That's the that's the cold word, ladies and gentlemen, when they don't want too many black-owned media outlets and black creatives around. They'll use space limitation, knowing damn well there's, there's plenty of space. Um, then they'll say, well, we'll send you, we just want to send you photos and uh, video of the event for your coverage. I'm like, I'm not covering that. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the decency <laughs> and the respect enough to allow me there to get my own video and my own photos, mm-hmm. then no, I'm not giving you free coverage. So you can go back to your matrix, I mean metrics rather, and you can go back to your your superiors and say, well, see, we're not discriminatory. We're not racist. Look how many, you know, black-owned media outlets. Look how many Latino-owned media outlets. Look how many all these. We're, 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 we believe in diversity. No, you don't. It's mm-hmm. a front. And that's what and that's and that's what we all have to start sticking together as as black creatives and black media outlets. And also, too, these these uh, these entertainers and these athletes got to start supporting us as well. They have to they see the same things that we see. They do. And you know what? And Jason actually addressed this in the video, saying that he started to educate people like Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish and, and so many others now have have really They've been hearing about this because of us. We're the ones who are making noise. We need to make more noise, by the way. But they've been hearing about it slowly but surely and doing something about it. Now they are coming directly to us regardless of what the uh, publicist may say or not. Uh, but th- but this still is a very wide uh, – it's, 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 it's disheartening to – to see, to experience, and to know that we are not done with it uh, really is uh, disheartening to me. This is something that I actually really, really want to continue to talk about at another point. So maybe we can kind of continue this conversation further. But um, I have to say thank you. And and Nick Hamilton, I appreciate you so much because you never fail. You always keep it real. Uh, definitely appreciate you for calling in. Where can everybody find you online? Well, thank you once again, Robin, for having me. Much love to you as well. Appreciate your platform. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA, on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. You can also catch me Tuesdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, Sirius XM Channel 145, the NH Experience. Mm. You're always doing great work out there. I'm going to continue to support you just like you support us, and I definitely appreciate you, and we'll uh, talk to you again soon. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you so much. Absolutely. You too. Thank you. Well, when we come forward, uh, I, I know, y'all, this is not a conversation that I just want to let go. I don't want to let go of. And and also, this black media 
outlet situation that we all deal with. I don't want to let go of that either. Um, but it's just there's just so much to cover within this small point uh, period of time. But again, we will pick up on this conversation again at some point soon. I agree with you. Uh, DJ Black 909 says more black men need to get involved into media. I agree with that as well. But when we come forward, we're going to go ahead and uh, get to who's got next as well as what not to miss on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Rob Report. You're inside The Rob Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk Dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Rob Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. And right before we get to this, who's got next? I want to take this phone call from Force, who wants to talk about black media. Hey, Force, welcome to the Rob Report. Hey, how you doing, Rob? Doing well, thank you. Um, What's going on? Great, that's awesome. You know, when I was a kid, like I'm 56 years old, and I remember black celebrities used to purposely seek out, you know, black uh, um, journalists, you know, Jet Magazine, Johnson, you know, and, and all like that. They, and Essence and whatnot. But it seems like they don't anymore. And I, I would think that isn't it up to, at a certain point, it's up to the celebrity to say, okay, make sure you have, you know, KBLA up here and, and you know, whatever else is out there to be able to, to you know, give give you guys a chance to interview them and things like that. It mm. seems like they don't do that anymore. Mm. Uh, I appreciate the 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 question and the statement and your your comment on it. Uh, it's not necessarily open to the celebrities unless it is their actual event. Their event, they can say, "This is who we want to be there." Media wise, they can tell their their you know, PR firm or whoever's putting this thing together. But oftentimes the black talent are the ones who are just coming to this event. They may be a part of it. It could be a movie or something like that. So they're what they are supposed to do. If they are knowledgeable enough, they are supposed to tell their publicists, listen, I want to talk to all of them. And I want to hopefully we'll get to the point where they say, I want to put black media as a priority. I want to speak to them first. Oftentimes we are last. And so they'll go to all the big, big media, these big time media, uh, mainstream media platforms. They will take five, six, seven minutes interviewing these people. And by the time the celebrity gets down the, the row gets down the red carpet, Time has run out, so the publicist will come to us and say, you can all crowd together. You And I'm sure you've seen this before, Force, where you'll see a bunch of people put their microphones in one person's, in the talent's mm-hmm. face, and one person gets to ask a question, and everyone else just gets the pickup. We get the sound bites from that one uh, that one question. And so oftentimes that's what happens, but what we need more of is for these the talent, the celebrities, to get educated on what's happening and to put their priorities uh with us the black people the black media who are taking at uh, taking care of them because oftentimes we're the ones who get them to the top and then once they get to the top they switch over to mainstream so we don't need that to happen anymore so i appreciate you Forrest. thank you for for riding with us (laughs) and uh for uh for your comment and your question appreciate you Uh, Let's go ahead and get into who's got next. This one comes from Kelly Anthony, and uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. Uh, And it's of course featuring Ray J. It's 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 a bop. All right, let's check this out. 
they drive the best that I got for you I go spend I do that for you Money where they fall, it go fall on you Design a bag with it that for you Got a lot for you, for you Tell me, would you come for me? Tell me, would you love me without money? If I tell you run, would you come for me? The best that I got for you I go spend, I do that for you Money where they fall, it go fall on you Design a bag with it that for you Got a lot for you, for you Kelly Anthony It's called you I love it, it's, it's a vibe It's a vibe, again, this is me with the Afro beats Loving the jam. I love this the song. Uh, let me know if you are feeling Kelly Anthony, who's got next. We can't even get to Ray J. I'm sorry, Ray. Um, <laughs> if you are feeling him, though, go ahead and look up that song. Go look up. Follow his journey. He's actually got some great music out there. Um, listen, the, the conversation simply can't be done. I still see you guys uh, making your, your comments inside of the YouTube chat. I definitely appreciate that. We have to bring this. It's just. How do you do it? How do you stretch out time? How do you how do you stretch out, you know, all these conversations over this small period of time? You simply cannot. So, okay, let's go ahead and get into what I do not want you to miss. I have talked to you guys about this one before. Not quite sure that I've um, that I've put it as a what not to miss, but I've talked about it before, certainly. If you have not been into the Power Universe shows, the Power shows, this one is called Power Book 2, Ghost. And what a show, what a show. Uh, I actually had the opportunity today to talk with one of the OGs from the show, from the Power Universe. And when I say Power Universe, I hope you understand what I'm talking about. This show has been stretched out and different seasons, different, you know, spinoffs, all that kind of stuff. But one of the favorite, favorite characters has, uh, you know, I was able to have a conversation with him today along with uh, a few other friends of mine. And it was fantastic. So um, you can go check that out. Uh, go check out the, the conversation that we had at Power After Plug. You can do that. But I also want you to catch up on the Power Universe. You can do that by watching Stars if you have the app. Uh, feel free to just download it. It's worth it. Just that one show alone is worth having the entire app. Just trust me on this, y'all. Trust me on this. Uh, it's been a great conversation today, as always. I appreciate y'all rocking with me inside the YouTube, inside the app. Definitely appreciate you guys. And again, the conversation media. This black media conversation is probably, it needs to be ongoing, but we'll definitely bring it back. Uh, again and and stretch it out a little bit more so you guys can add to and add your um your opinion on the matter thank you to nick hamilton for calling in today i appreciate him as always tomorrow we got another fire show but on the other side when we come forward you've got zoe williams you know he's gonna keep it hot like fire this is robin i'm your host and remember today and every day forward to be a blessing
KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.